Once Upon a Time in Adequately Advanced Magic. Where's the Where's the emergency? I'm stuck inside the refrigerator lever. Meat inspection. I'm just doing, you know, the the traditional meat inspection that police officers do, and I seem to have gotten stuck in the refrigerator. You open it, revealing a somewhat small office. There's a Coca Cola desk. Always. You continue to look over the desk, and you find an accounting book and also a calendar. the uh, The only thing that you can make out is that it appears that he has a meeting scheduled about, like, right about currently. The three of you head into the main club area, and you take a look around and you see the walls are adorned with various weapons. Ahead of you, you see that the bar is located in the center of the space, and it's based around a large octangular column. And you see that there's a set of stairs that lead up to the top of the column, which has a couple of couches and some seating. The group reaches the base of the stairs, and Rourke looks in the direction of Sirius and Niklaus. Stepping out from behind Rourke, you see Detective Valerie Wolf. Oh my god. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Sirius and Niklaus, the two of you find yourself in the corner of the club. And right ahead of you, you see Rourke. The leader of this Null gang, he's in his tan suit jacket, and standing next to him is Detective Valerie Wolf. She's still wearing her white shirt with the suspenders and dark pants, and from here you can see that really metal scar that she has across her neck. She's a zombie, isn't she? I wish I had thought of that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, across the room in the southeast corner is Hirkir. And you see that the entire group that has come down from the second level of the club is facing Niklaus and Cirrus. From here you can see that, contrary to your expectations of the group heading out the front door, it seems like they made a right and were heading towards the back instead. Sneaky bastards! Which is also why they happened to see Sirius and Niklaus, who were also sort of standing out in the open. Oops. No, Niklaus was uh, nondescript. He was blending in. <laughs> he was acting casual. <laughs> I believe Sirius was dancing to, to, to look natural. <laughs> well, how about we roll for it? <laughs> that seems I, fair. It is Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Yeah, go do a performance check. All right. Performance. That's an eight. Yeah, somehow it just doesn't look as good as it did earlier. It sort of just looks like you're rubbing your eye. No, this is all the rage. <laughs> Rourke points a finger in the direction of Niklaus and Sirius, and then he goes, It's them! They're the ones who are at the plaza! I'm, I'm so glad you settled on a voice for him. Sirius <laughs> <laughs> would wave and be like, Detective, what are you doing here? Valerie steps out from behind one of the null lackeys, of which there are four. Four lackeys plus Rourke? Rourke? Roar, roar, roar? So there's five gnolls? 
Yeah, so it's four lackeys plus Rourke plus Valerie. Is Valerie human? Yes. R-O-R-K, right? Yep. Okay. I was always adding an extra I. Apparently it's not there. Rourke. Rourke? I was saying Rourke. Rourke. Ah. Two to one odds. We got this. And as she does so, she says, like, oh my gosh, is that you, Officer Alanis? Oh my gosh, it is! What are you doing here with, with this gnome kingpin and, and co? Oh, I'm just here for daytime clumping. That's cool. You wanna you wanna go hit the dance floor? Yeah, maybe in a little bit. What are you doing here? Um, I'm here to inspect the dance floor. <laughs> Routine work. Oh, Officer Lotus, you know we don't do that. Things have changed since you were last <laughs> at the office. They've put me on inspection duty. You know I'm still an active duty officer, right? Oh, nothing gets by you. <laughs> yeah, I'm also here to uh, to dance, as you can see. And I start dancing. I start, you know, just really working it. We'll keep the eight from before. Yes. Just rubbing my eyes, like, really hard. Uh, the clubs <laughs> would like to see if the detective was lying. <laughs> Do an insight check. It's going to be a 13. I feel like it's pretty obvious because we just saw her come from that. Based on context clues and the fact that she is not dancing, you determine that yes, in fact, she is lying. Knew it. The look that she has on her face is one of trying to figure out what's going on. Ha, surprised her. Kiku, do you want to do anything in particular? From where I am, what? I suspect I can't hear anything yet, but I just sort of see the group stop as they notice Sierras. Yeah, right now you see sort of a standoff. Okay, I'm going to try not to be noticed, to be ready to uh, intervene with the element of surprise. Yeah, what do you do exactly? How far away are they from me? You find yourself right next to a booth. How tall are they? It's pretty low barrier. Like what you're what you're seeing is about couch height. Gotcha. Okay. I'm just gonna stay where I am for the time being, so as not to attract any attention. Rook, meanwhile, continues to throw a hissy fit. He's like, "It's them! It's them!" Valerie is trying to ignore him and trying to figure out what's going on. We can just let this play out for a while. Nikhil takes uh, a sip of his drink. <laughs> Valerie says, so like, oh my gosh, Officer Lannis, do you have some business with some plaza? Because that that appears to be what I'm hearing right now as uh, <laughs> Rourke she, throws a fit. Yeah, she, <laughs> she looks in the direction of Rourke, who's throwing a fit. I mean, I made some friends at this uh, at this plaza that I've sort of been staying at for the last uh, couple of days, and they're really nice people. Weren't you investigating, like, uh, an attack that was there just a few hours ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess we're just putting all the cards on the table. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you want. Yeah, okay. Uh, I became friends with the people at this plaza, and, you know, these, this man, (laughs) this Noel, Rorik, uh, came with his, with his, with his men, and they were doing some very nice, not nice things to, uh, my new friends, and so I came here to maybe put a stop to that. And, you know, uphold justice and whatnot. She says, like, oh my gosh, I love justice. Oh my gosh, me too. Do you? Do you? For justice. <laughs> How about we sit down and have a drink and talk about it? Okay, that sounds great. Um, where do you want to sit down? Meanwhile, Rourke is still, like, having a fit. Like, <laughs> she, he looks like he's about to start stabbing, stabbing. Do it, Rourke. 
Do it. Sir, please, I'm going to have to ask you to remain calm. Valerie puts her hand on his arm because that's it's easier to reach and gives him a look. He dies. He turns to stone. She's actually a Medusa. Oh, no. <laughs> Rourke shuts up. Is Valerie a human? Yeah. Okay. Or so it appears. Uh, that, that healthy skepticism. This is not my first D&D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie walks toward the two of you and gestures towards a nearby booth. Okay, Sirius doesn't have much of a reason to not do, uh, go along with this right now, so she will go along with this. Well, we could go back upstairs. It seemed like you guys were having a nice conversation up there. It looks very comfortable, like a good view. <laughs> no, I don't think we need to do that. That's for crime. This is trying to get out of crime. She heads into the booth. It's okay, guys. Valerie is one of the most decorated detectives that I know, and she always holds the highest standard of integrity. We can trust her. Mm-hmm. She's also one of my best friends. She's my only friend. Sirius <laughs> <laughs> follows her into the booth. Well, if the booths are like, like what, four feet high, can you see over the top, or is it like sectioned off? He said that they were like couch... Couch size. Yeah, couch height, so okay. about three, four, three feet-ish. Okay. Well, then Niklas will stay on the outside of the booth, but he'll kind of lean over. It's very non-awkwardly. It's totally natural. He'll uh, actually turn to one of the, the null lackeys and be like, can you give me a refill on this drink? <laughs> I don't like you for you, man. <laughs> do a quick persuasion check. Uh, do, do a straight charisma, because you're not really persuading him, I guess. There'll be a 15. Noel Lackey, number one. He's wearing his black suit jacket. <laughs> There's a one on He it. starts running back towards the bar for some reason. <laughs> and Rourke has to grab him by the shoulder for a second. And then Rourke whispers something in his ear. He does run back to the bar, and then he runs back and he gives you a drink. I give him my uh, empty. And then he runs towards the front entrance. Yeah, Niklaus just uh, leans kind of against the, the booth so that he can listen in on the conversation between Valerie and Cirrus, but he's keeping an eye on facing the, the lackeys at work. Yeah. Meanwhile, Hitcher, do you want to do anything? Nope. I'm going to stay where I am, since if he's bringing help, I can get him as they come in the front door, and I don't want to leave Cirrus and Niklaus. Yep. Sounds good. Back in the booth. So, like, oh my gosh, Officer Alonis, what have you been up to? Oh man, I've been well. Okay, keep this on the on the down low because technically it's sort of not what I'm supposed to be doing. But I've been, you know, looking into what happened to my father. I met up with these two gentlemen who seem to have gone through a lot, like a lot of weird, traumatic stuff, and they seem kind of broken inside. <laughs> uh, that's neither here nor there. But they definitely seem like they needed a friend. What about you? What have you been up to? Oh, nothing. It sounds like you've been having a rough time. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I like she pats your hand. <laughs> I lean back. I'm like, don't even... <laughs> don't even get me started. It has been... This has been one of the roughest two, two to three weeks or however long it's been of my life. But yeah, I feel like I haven't seen you that much lately. Oh yeah, well, you know, duty calls. She looks in the direction of Niklaus and she says, like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to meet you again. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, I noticed you chatting with Rourke. How do you know him? Oh, how do I put this? Occasionally we do business together. He's such a nice guy. You should meet his family. 
He hasn't really struck me as much of a family man as he has a, a kind of extortioning, sleazy businessman type who's trying to muscle his way into property that doesn't belong to him. What kind of business could you possibly have with somebody like that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, have you seen him do anything illegal? I mean, I did see him and his gang roll up on at this plaza, hurt one of my new friends, and drive off. Vandalism. Don't forget the vandalism. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank vandalism. you, Nick Klaus. Yes, there was lots of vandalism, too. Like, so much vandalism. I was not able to even... Check check uh, your notes. Check your notes. Yeah, you took notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I counted at least 17 acts of vandalism. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what you're talking about. She's lying. <laughs> you, can, you can't hear anything. I know. <laughs> the Knoll lackey number one who headed toward the front entrance, he goes outside. Is everything okay, Valerie? Something... You seem a little off today. Oh, nothing's wrong. Can I incite her, Joey? Yep. Incite her. You see her kidney. Right, right. <laughs> I have a negative one to incite, so let's see. <laughs> what kind of police officer are you? I got an 18, though, so it's a 19 minus one. <laughs> Very naive. Nice. Hey, I, I have I have plus three to investigation, so that's that's the police officer part of it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, something seems off. You can't quite put it together, but probably everybody else has. Valerie, do you need to, to talk? I'm here for you if there's something wrong. <laughs> Valerie puts on a very dour face, and she says, uh, like, oh my gosh, I actually do need to talk to you about something. Oh, of course. Tell me what's up. I mean, we could also talk somewhere else less crowded if that works for you. I know it's it's kind of noisy here. No, no, it's okay. You see, I really need you to leave that closet. You don't want to know the things that they're doing over there. Like, oh my gosh, it's terrible. <laughs> I was going to ask Joey if he could roll a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's not how this game I, works. Yep, it certainly is not. Uh, what kind of things? Oh, you know, all sorts of crime... That hasn't been my experience. All The only thing that's really happened there is I got invited to a nice dinner. Well, obviously, you're a police officer. That's what they would do. Like, oh my gosh. So what does Rorik have to do with this? Let's just say we have a mutual interest in the plaza. And he's helping me clear out the crime. With crime. The plaza. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Valerie, I don't know how to tell you this, but I think he's lying to you. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's filling your head with lies. I think he's the one who's involved in crime. And I, I need you to sit down for this, but I don't think he's a good person. <laughs> <laughs> she pats your hand again and she's like, oh, Officer Lanis. Like, oh my gosh, you're the best. No, you're the best. Stop it. Sirius <laughs> feels very weird right now. She says rather tersely, I think you should leave that closet. Well, I'm sorry, Valerie, but that's not up to you. Oh, shit. I need to be there. It's the only way I'm going to figure out what's happening to my family. So I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, that's going to be such a problem for me. Well, I don't see why it would. Anyway, I think me and my friends need to talk to your associate over here. Valerie peers up from the couch and looks at Rourke, and then turns back toward the two of you. Meanwhile, Noel Lackey number one has returned from the front entrance. And he has returned with a friend. It's that Noel Bouncer that was in the front before. And now that you're closer up, you see that he is huge. Meanwhile, DJ Hammer Roar starts a new set. Ooh, it's love ballads. 
from vents located throughout the upper part of the clubbing hall, a gentle fog rolls out. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's a pretty cool waterfall effect of the light that bounces off all of the glaives throughout the room and through the fog. And the fog eventually settles at about one foot off the ground, and it's it's basically like a dry ice effect. They really put <laughs> everything into their midday shows. <laughs> yeah, the midday club goers go nuts. This is why I come here every day at 12! <laughs> <laughs> Lunch hour, dance hour. Valerie turns around and looks at Niklaus and Cirrus, and she says, like, oh my gosh, just one second. I love this song. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, sure. And there's a tense couple of seconds where the no lackeys are now looking at you, and so is Rourke. Is the bodyguard still just in the doorway? The bouncer that you saw earlier is still in the doorway accompanied by Noel Lackey number one. (laughs) From the silence earlier, the music builds up for a little bit. Once DJ Hammerwarrer drops the beat, the Noel Lackeys, Rourke, and Valerie all pull out their weapons. Do I see that? Yeah, and everything goes into bullet time mode, and we're going to roll for initiative. Bullet time. Bullet time. Nice. 18 for Nicholas. 15 for Hercure. 8 for Sirius. <laughs> that actually checks out. Time slows down for a hot second. It's a really hot second because it's slowed down, so it's just like... <laughs> and as DJ Hammer Roar drops the beat, Valerie reaches into her jacket and pulls out two magic pistols. Oh no. And then she dodge rolls out of the booth and into the next one. <laughs> she flips out. All right. And she starts blasting in the direction of Sirius and Niklaus. I know. Of course, your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> she used to be so cool. Did she, though? Did she? First attack against Niklaus is a 22. Ouch. That hits. It does five damage and a frigid beam. Oh, it does strike me as being the frigid type. (laughs) Of blue-white light streaks towards you. And as it does, you find yourself slightly also frigid. (laughs) Just slightly. And your speed is reduced by ten. Okay. She's also going to blast in the direction of Cirrus, and she rolls a twelve. That does not hit. Yeah. Some crackling energy flies past you. But it seems like she might be a little bit distracted shooting at her friend. And it bounces into a glaive, and it bounces upwards, and then it bounces around, because everything is weirdly reflective in this club. Ooh, light show. Yeah. Meanwhile, the midday clubbers are going nuts. Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) The camera swivels, and it cuts to Niklaus. Niklaus puts down his drink on the booth. Always classy, our our Niklaus. Uh, Niklaus picks one of the random lackey, so let's say lackey number two, and he creates a telepathic like link with him. He doesn't indicate with his like body language that he's doing anything, and he just tells the lackey, "Your boss is gonna get you killed." <laughs> <laughs> he smiles as he pulls out a magic tech that 
he hides the fact that it's already been used, and he pretends to use that magitech to cast uh, Hunger of Hadar, Hunger of Hater. All right, someone's really hungry all of a sudden. We get it. Yeah, so it <laughs> opens a gateway to oh, the shit. dark between stars, a region infested, infested with unknown horrors, and a 20-foot radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold appears. Centered in the middle of those group of lackeys and Rorik and Valerie. Cthulhu comes and eats everyone. The end. Okay, what do they have to what do they have to roll? Nothing happens until their turn. Okay. But that is a, a concentration. It lasts for a minute. It is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises and can be heard thirty feet away. No light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area and creatures fully within the area are blinded. The slurping noises always gets me. <laughs> so the last thing that guy lacking number two saw was me looking at him smiling as darkness envelops him and then I, as i finished the spell i said you should have ran when you had the chance <laughs> and then i once they can no longer see me i moved 30 feet <laughs> along the wall like to away from where i was so up towards the northwest towards Is the north where? yeah the zone of doom slurp 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 <laughs> the people oh, in this shit. club are like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Is this part of the show? <laughs> They're slurping in my ear! Okay, but describe what it looks like happening within the club and within this bar area. So for the people there, they see uh, the, the light show happening, and then all of a sudden they hear a crackle sound, and then um, an expanding sphere of blackness like envelops a 20 foot radius area and they're like this is the craziest light show the craziest non-light show <laughs> i've ever seen it's the craziest dark show it's the craziest slurp show i've ever been to <laughs> is that okay. a total absence of light over there meanwhile it's the bouncer's turn and he's included in the circle of darkness cool so uh the void creates a warp in the fabric of space and the area is difficult terrain any creature that starts their turn in the area takes two to six cold damage no save oh shit he takes he takes 11 11 cold damage yeah nice so it's difficult terrain so it's half speed through the darkness and he's blind so he can't see until he leaves the darkness mm -hmm. he's gonna pick a random direction to go he runs and trips into the bar <laughs> bangs his head against a couple of bottles of alcohol, which smash. Oof. Meanwhile, Hugh, you see that a giant circle of darkness has appeared where all the baddies were. If he ends his turn inside the circle, he has to make a dexterity saving throw. He rolls a nat one. <laughs> uh, so, Milky, otherworldly tentacles rub against him, and he takes 2d6 acid damage. Milky. <laughs> <laughs> Very descriptive. He takes 8 damage. Ooh. This is, like, the most descriptive spell, I think, in the whole, like, of D&D. There's a much more <laughs> descriptive language in this one than in any of the others. But yeah, it's your turn, Hooker. My target-rich environment has gone to blackness, and I don't think... It goes to the top of the, uh, the... So I can't see that Niklaus moves, right? I'm just seeing... Yep. I'm just seeing yeah, inky blackness. you see a big blob of blackness. You do hear the whispers and slurping noises, though. And the milky tentacles. Don't forget Her about the milky tentacles. <laughs> Hercure like looks back towards the DJ and the the dance floor and s is like, "Is this part of the show?" Type thing. He doesn't think it is, but he's just taking the measure of what's happening around there. He he doesn't want to approach the Milky Tentacles, is what I'm saying. He's watched enough uh, anime to know what's going on. 
<laughs> fantasy anime. <laughs> he prefers the sci-fi anim- anime where magic is technology. <laughs> <laughs> love, love it. Love magic is technology. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> That's a McElroy joke. We can't air that. <laughs> TM, TM thing. Sorry, sorry. What? Oh, he's, he's looking around like, did the DJ do this? Is... Are other people reacting? I don't want to go into that inky blackness. I heard some slurping and saw some milky tentacles, and it didn't look good. Yeah, do a wisdom check. Just straight wisdom? To figure out, yeah, just to figure out what's going on. 14. Yeah, this is not part of DJ Hammer Roar's set. And in fact, based on the tactical dimensions of this inky black darkness having enveloped most of the or as far as you can see the enemies with whom you were concerned with you deduce that this has to be the work of one of your compadres Cirrus yeah yeah one guess (laughs) 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 it was me Cirrus (laughs) and (laughs) and that shit is going down right now meanwhile the club goers have no idea what's going on I will hold my action, and if someone emerges from the inky blackness, I will hurl an ice knife at them, because uh, he's not going in. In the darkness, Rourke fumbles around, and he takes some damage, right? Yeah, 2d6 cold. He takes 5 cold damage, and he's just going to run straight 30 feet to the east. He's a half speed. He'll dash, because he doesn't know what's going on. And he catches a glimpse of Hirkir. And the two of you look at each other confusedly. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I cast a spell. I cast Ice Knife. So I make a ranged spell attack. Does 19 hit? A 19 hits. All right. He takes 1d10 piercing damage. Three points of piercing damage. The shard then explodes. The target each creature within five feet of it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. The null bouncer who is within five feet rolls an 18. Well, that will succeed. He also has to, uh, Rourke will also need to make a a save. Eight. He does not succeed. He takes another nine points of cold damage. Holy cow. He's so cold. (laughs) So cold. He's so cold. Cold, no, cold. Yeah. The ice knife flies into his shoulder, and it explodes, hitting both him and almost hitting the null bouncer behind him, but just, like, some flecks of ice fly into the bouncer's face. The group of null lackeys are stuck in the darkness. The three null lackeys, they take seven damage, five damage, and three damage, respectively. And then they start running in random directions. Please have Uh, one of them run into the other one. (laughs) The first one runs out of the darkness, heading west. The second one, he runs south, and he runs into a couch and flips over. And the last one runs northwards, heading up. Couch Boy takes the uh, 2d6 acid damage as tentacles writhe around him. Tentacles reach out and touch him. In time with the music. In time with the music. In time. He takes an, an additional six damage. Weirdly out of time with the music. And it's Sirius's turn. Okay. Well, this should be interesting. Sirius sees this happen and yells, 
Valerie! And runs forward. Oh, shit. To save Valerie. <laughs> did, did Cirrus not see Valerie shoot Nikolaus with her pistol? Cirrus believes in Valerie. Okay. Didn't Cirrus get shot with Valerie, or did she miss No, she, she missed. Oh, that's On right. On purpose. <laughs> On purpose. Oh, sure. All right, you run into the darkness. Yes. Cirrus is also kind of like, what is happening? Yeah, you flip over the back end of a couch, and you end up inside the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> with a knoll and Valerie. <laughs> And right in front of you, you see one of these gnoll lackeys. Cyrus kind of just like tramples over him to get the Valerie. He said he flipped over, so he must be prone. <laughs> it's also dark, so Cyrus can't really see anything in here, right? So she's just like running forward to where she saw yeah. Valerie. I'll just say you can't end your turn on top of any of them. So you'll, you'll just get like squeezed out, essentially. Okay. Uh, you stomp on top of the knoll, which is which also flipped over the couch, and you flip over another set of couches, and you you see Valerie hidden inside one of these nooks. Okay. They smooch. Whoa. Sirius uh, <laughs> is like, Valerie, grab my hand. I can totally find myself out of the way out of this milky darkness. Avoid. Valerie says, oh, No, I think I'm good. Valerie, I'm trying to redeem your character. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, though. What is that fingernail polish that you have? Oh my gosh, it's Falcon's Reach Red. <laughs> Standard issue. Chartreuse. Standard <laughs> issue. <laughs> it's, it's, it's police it's nail polish. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Cirrus is going to attempt to grab Valerie and pull her out by force to get her out of here. You're going to try and grapple her? Yeah. Aww. All right. Go ahead and do the... Um, Grapple the grapple. Uh, uh, 18 to grapple. Oh, yeah. She rolls a 14. I grapple her! Yeah, you grab onto her and she's like, eh! I would like to now attempt to retreat the way I came with her. But I don't know how much action economy I have left. No, you did your 30 feet. Alright. With, uh, with the difficult terrain. Okay, we are grappled. Yeah. Nice. Oops. No mil milky tentacles involved either. Not yet. Well. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. I have to do something at the end of my turn, don't I? Yeah, right. What, what does she have to do? Uh, you take 2d6 acid damage. Oh, I thought there was a saving throw I had to do at the end of my turn. Oh, wait. No, you're right. There is a saving throw. It's a dexterity. Sorry. Uh, no problem. It's the the one... When you start the turn, you don't you don't get the, the saving throw. It's the end turn. What do you do? Uh, yeah, 13. You fail. Sad. You take 2d6 acid damage. Sad. You want to roll Look, a roid? You, you chose to, to run into I'll the void. It. I was saving slurping. my friend. Were you? Oh, shit. You take 12 acid damage. It's not great, yeah. but <laughs> I'm hardy. A couple more of those you won't be. Yeah. Oh, did you roll max damage? Yes. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, God. It's fine. It's great. I was just trying to think of what she would do. It seems like what she would do. That's fair. It seems on brand. Uh, it is actually Noel Lackey number one's turn, and he's going to take the 2d6 damage. Yeah, he is. Six. And then he's going to run in a random direction. <laughs> and he bursts out of the darkness. Oh, damn it. Okay. And he sees... He just happens to run out just as you're throwing your ice knife at Rourke, his boss. And he doesn't appreciate that. Well, he can go to hell. He should get a better job. 
Yeah, he pulls out his longbow and he's going to try and shoot at you. Oh, that son of a bitch. He rolls a 19. Well, that will hit, yes. And he rolls a 8. Ow. For damage. Okay. Meanwhile, back at the top, Valerie is going to try and break out of this grapple. 2d6 cold. She takes 8 damage from the cold. <laughs> she shivers as she's being bear hugged by Sirius, and she's like, oh my gosh. She's <laughs> very nonplussed. Uh, okay, I guess we contest again. Her kink is milky tentacles. Mm. <laughs> Whose <Ooh>. isn't? <laughs> we're we're going to have like a sexy, sexy bonus episode arc. We're going to lose all our followers. <laughs> we're going to gain a bunch of other ones. We're going to have a quite a new fan base, and we're probably not going to like it as much. <laughs> She rolls a seven. I rolled a 21. Hug your friend tight. I'm hugging you for your own good. (laughs) Her eyes are a little bit bulging out a little bit. You can't really see that well, though, because it's... Yeah, no one can see it. Inky void blackness. And now she does a dexterity saving throw or something? Uh, yes, dexterity saving throw. She will definitely have some sort of disadvantage on this. She rolls a 15. She fails, and the tentacles rub against her, doing 2d6 damage. Acid damage. Takes 9 damage. Nobody draw anything from this. (laughs) The tentacles rub so good. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, it's Niklaus' turn. Okay, so those two lackeys ran out. Niklaus faces the one to the south, and the one on the left, on his left, should be lackey number two. He kind of side-eyes him a bit, and still, without moving his mouth, speaking into his head, he's like, last chance. And for the guy to the south, he will cast... Yeah, let's do a level 2 Chaos Bolt from um, a fake Magitek. So I'll do an attack. It's a 17 to hit. A 17 hits. Cool. Let me roll for the damage type. 2d8s. We'll do it as psychic damage, and I'll tell you the damage here. That'll be 18 psychic damage. Holy cow. With 18 psychic damage, the dude just dies. I want, like, his... I, like, uh, give a side-eye glance to liking number two, and then put my uh, attention... And I uh, face the knoll to the south. There's, like, a warbling orb that shoots out that was changing like a kaleidoscope of different colors until it turns into like a transparent almost like window glass breaking like orb that when it hits the knoll you see his eyes kind of roll up and some blood leak from his ears and his nose and he collapses to the ground unconscious oh and then and then Niklaus slowly turns his head to face lagging number two <laughs> <laughs> Niklaus is not terrifying at all and that's it for his turn okay so you're like a uh, dude in a businessman suit, right? It's mm-hmm. <laughs> just like doing all these horrible things to people. I love it. The bouncer having some ice flex fly into him heads in that direction. And so she's going to go 10 feet, burst out of the darkness, see you, Hirkir, and then... Can he make it that far? He can. He runs over right next to you, Hirkir, and he's going to... He's actually unequipped with any weapons. Instead, he's going to attack you with his mouth. He's going to try and bite you. And then 
he goes into full werewolf mode and tries to claw you. So for the first bite attack, he rolls a 13. 13 does... wait, does hit. Yes, 13 hits. He does 6 damage, and go ahead and do a constitution saving throw. Constitution. 19. You pass. You do not take poison damage from his apparently somewhat rabid bite. Oh. <clears throat> Next, however, though, he pulls out his claws, and he's going to take a swipe at you. The first attack is a 14. That will hit as well. It does 11 damage. Good God. And he's going to swipe at you again, and he rolls a 10. That does not hit. You tank the first hit straight in the chest, and you see him rear up again as he's about to make another swipe at you, but you've learned your lesson, and you nimbly jump out of the way <laughs> as he attempts to hit you. Meanwhile, the, the nearby midday club goers are like, ooh, ah, mm-hmm. such dexterity. If I disengage, is that an act, um, my full move ma- action? E- yes, because you're not a rogue. Okay, I'm going to disengage and move. Do I move back five feet? Is that is that what I'm limited to? Uh, so disengage just negates the opportunity attack. Oh, so and then I can move after yeah, that. Yeah, then you can go right wherever you want. Okay, so then I'm going to move. Please go on the stage so that we can have like the epic club stage battle yeah absolutely i'll get get up onto the stage <laughs> and like the other side uh, of dj hammer or uh, jeremiah I'm here jeremiah yeah. jeremiah i have the best idea ever you should totally steal his glasses and start blinding people with them <laughs> <laughs> is that my turn i think that might be all i can do yeah, unless you have a bonus action or something yeah you have like bonus action free action i don't think i have i i mean i want to cast a spell next but i don't think i can do that with the bonus action Alright, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. Strong, strong. Six points. Nice. Of healing on me. Yeah, a sprinkle of lights dust over you, and the club goers are like, ooh, Ooh. ah. Meanwhile, DJ Hammerroar is confused as to why you're on the same stage as he is. (laughs) I'm not paying him any attention whatsoever. (laughs) He's still blasting people with his dancing lights... Magitech glasses. Is he saying Kachow? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rourke has seen you run up onto stage, and he will attempt to run. Yeah, he's gonna dash up right up next to you. God damn here, it. Here. And he looks not very happy that you're interrupting DJ Hammer Roar's set. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst the other reasons. Back to the first group of Noel Lackeys. The first one is unconscious. The second one will roll for, I don't know, bravery. Roll for bravery. And he rolls a... Do you mean to compare against my intimidation? Sure, yeah. Go ahead and roll that. Okay. That'll be 18. Oh, nice. Yeah, he rolled a 15. He's going to book it into the corner and hide. Meanwhile, the other one is confused, having been trampled over by Cirrus, and is just very cold. He's going to take nine damage and try to book it out of here. He's going to book it out northward, and he bursts out of the Sphere of Darkness. And that's it for his turn. It's back to Cirrus. You're still grappling Valerie. Alright, I'm gonna take damage. I'm gonna roll it this time myself. Wait, no. Roy rolls it. 
Yeah, I know, but he rolled 12 last time. <laughs> I'll do better this time. I'll do better. <laughs> it's a nine. That's three better. better. Yeah. I'm still okay. And that's all that matters. Sirius is like, I've got you, Valerie. And I'm going to attempt to run backwards the way I came out of the <laughs> darkness. Flip over the couch. Flip over the other couch. Sirius, you flip over the couch barrier, and then you flip over, like, the opposite side of the other couch, and that is 20 feet. Okay. And then you keep going, or... Okay, so I would like to basically just, like, take her weapons and tell her to run away, is my plan here. So I'd like to take her pistols and be like, Valerie, get out of here, it's too dangerous, and, and we need to talk more. I'm hoping the, uh example of me saving her life from the inky blackness will inspire her to listen to me. Sirius is trying to use the power of friendship to great effect. Or to, or she's really hoping the power of friendship comes through. There's no friendship. Valerie doesn't believe in friendship, only interests. Valerie only believes in the power of paid healthcare. Yeah, but she had trouble shooting at her friend earlier, so I'm hoping that Well, she's gonna need it now. Good thing it's paid for, then. <laughs> She might need some some psychological help after the, the milky tentacles. Uh, Sirius, you grab Valerie and you burst out of the darkness. Yeah, the mechanics of you trying to take her weapons is too complicated. So I'll let you do a persuasion check. Okay. So I think that adds up to 20. Uh, Non-natural. Valerie is unconvinced. Wow. <laughs> and I rolled for her. <laughs> she looks at you in the eye and she says really like oh my gosh girl there's so much you don't understand checks out even after I saved her Joey yeah sad friendship bigness this might be a one-sided friendship <laughs> just saying <laughs> R.I.P. damn it I'm a redemption paladin I'm trying to redeem her <laughs> I mean, you you do you. No, I am. I'm doing yeah, me very. You gotta follow very well. your heart. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you you continue doing you. Yes. No lackey number one who is somehow still alive, and he for some reason really cares about his job. <laughs> he uh, he runs up onto stage with you, Hiker, but that's all that he can do. Get off my stage, you bastards! Where did, oh, he was in the booth before, right? Yeah. It's back to the top of the order, which is Valerie, and she's going to... She's still grappled, right? Yeah. Try and break out. Okay. And she rolls a 19 on dexterity. And that's a pretty good it's a pretty good roll. Let's see what I get. Oh, but I rolled a 20. Nice. <laughs> she squiggles within your grasp of your very feminine bear hug, but she cannot get out. I'm just so strong. Uh, she says, like, oh my gosh, just let me go. I can't do that. There's, uh, like you said, there's so much I don't understand. <laughs> mm. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. So tell me, let me know. She says, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Sirius breaks her neck. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Justice! <laughs> <laughs> And it's back to Niklaus. Seeing the lackeys all come out, Valerie come out, Cirrus come out, he figures most of the people are now outside of the radius of the hunger of Hadar. So he holds his hands out and kind of like clasps into a fist and the darkness collapses as he ends the spell. So there's the one lackey near me and there's Valerie and Cirrus, right? Yeah, and there's like the, the lackey in the corner who's cowering. They ran away. Yeah. Yeah. 
I turn to the lackey close to me and I tell him, you see your friend there at your feet? If you want to, if you don't want to end up like him, you should get out of here. All right, go in and roll a intimidation. I'm assuming this is your action. Yeah, I'll use my action for this. Mm-hmm. That'll be a 20. The no lackey looks at you, looks at the dude that is right next to him who is incapacitated and looks at the other knoll who is in the corner hiding and he decides that this is not worth it. I'm not paid enough for this. Despite the great health benefits that he gets, <laughs> he decides that it is not worth it and he runs on his the, turn. Join the rats or the kings now. Assuming he drops his weapon or something to indicate he's giving up. Yeah. So once I see that, I turn my attention away from him and I'm assuming I can't tell anything that's happening on Hercure's side of the club, right? Uh, you can hear some yelling from the midday club goers, and it's mostly like they're very surprised and very into it. <laughs> okay. Do I see Valerie and Cirrus, or are they hidden by the thing because they're like rolling around? You can see that they are wrestling each other behind the couch cushions, and it's very weird. <laughs> okay. Everyone's uncomfortable uh, with this. I do. I do yell at them, Cirrus. Do you have it? Yeah, I've got this. All right, I'm going to go find Herc here. Okay, yeah, make sure he's okay. Okay, and then I run towards the east side of the building, 30 feet, like on the northern half of it, I guess going around the center area. And then for his bonus action, Niklaus will cast Misty Step to get up onto the raised area. And I'm assuming from here I can see everything? Yeah. Okay, and that's it for his turn. You misty step yourself on top of the raised area and you see behind you that there are several couches and closed off areas that are very fancy. Is there happen to be a drink tray? Yes, there are very fancy alcohols that you have desired my, <laughs> that you have desired very much in your past. Okay, I, he happens to grab one and like begins to drink it as you see what's what's happening. Yeah. As you teleport yourself onto the second level, which is located in the center of this club area, you see that on the stage, DJ Hammer Roar is still going nuts. <laughs> However, next to DJ Hammer Roar is Hirkir, and it looks like he's about to get stabbed by numerous people. Again. Again. <laughs> it's the bouncer's turn, actually. He sees you standing up on the stage right up the next to DJ Hammer Roar, and he's going to run up to the stage, and from a some, somewhat slightly disadvantaged position, he's going to try and swipe at you. I kick him in the face. He's going to, first of all, attack. He's going to try and bite at you. Kick him in the face. He rolls a 10. That does not hit. And then he's going to try and claw at you, and he rolls a unnatural 20. Misses. And a 16. Both hit. First hit is 10 damage. Son of a bitch. Second hit is 7 damage. Jeez. I am near death. From your vantage point up on the second floor of the club, you see that Hirkir is getting the shit kicked out of him, Niklaus. Yeah. Fucking tank is busy trying to make friends with the enemy. (laughs) I mean, I was already friends with this person. Untrue. I mean, the evidence says otherwise <laughs> i refuse to give up on it and now it is hercure's turn all right you're surrounded by baddies hercure is going to disengage again and flee off. bring around the rosie yes you run you jump off the stage and you head around the bar located in the center of the room rourke and the bouncer and 
no lackey number one are just like confused. Okay. He's going to cast Healing Word on himself at second level. Yeah, you get that sweet magic tinkle. Mm, that sweet tinkle. Ooh, he gets 11 hit points back. That's all he can do. Rourke is still angry. He's going to chase after you. He runs up to you and somewhat apropos, he pulls out a glaive and he's going to try and stab you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He rolls a 21. Yeah, that hits. And he rolls a five damage. Okay. He attacks again. Son of a bitch. And he rolls a six. That does not hit. Yeah, he whiffs it. He looks longingly at the other glaives that are are (laughs) hung up on the walls everywhere. (laughs) And it is now the group of Noel lackeys. And what happened to this one again? He's going to run into the corner and hang out with the other one. And together they cower together as if they were kobolds. They could, they could run out the door, like, really get out of the situation. Or not. It's, I mean. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a natural flight or fight instinct. <laughs> it's a natural cower in a corner instinct rather than an actual flight. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's Sears' turn. I'm going to cast Hold Person on Valerie. So she has to make a wisdom saving throw. She rolls a 22. Okay, she's very wise. Okay, so that doesn't work. Hmm, I don't want that to be my whole turn. But... You can drag her out of that corner. That's true. I'll start dragging her out of the corner. I'm going to start making my way towards my friends. So I'm going to just move 30 feet north. Yep. You start dragging Valerie up north, and the entire time she's, like, struggling to get out against you, and it's, like, this very awkward bear hug situation where she can't quite get out, and she's ready to start blasting you. No lackey number one somehow is still alive, and he still really needs his job, apparently. So he goes up to Hirkir, and he's going to... <laughs> Poor Hirkir. Attempt to bite you. And he rolls a nine. That does not hit. He gets flashbacks to his sister, of whom she needs to pay the medical bills of. <laughs> and she's... He, <laughs> and he is just like, I have to do this. I'm so sorry. I wish I could become a literature student, but... I wish I it could have been different. You. <laughs> I wish we had met in different circumstances. And it is back to Valerie, and she's going to try and break out again. She's going to roll a 20. She might break out of, this, out of it this time. I got an 11. Yeah, she breaks out, and she's going to... Valerie, no! <laughs> she's going to dodge roll 15 feet south of you. Dodge roll. And as she does so, as she's rolling, literally, she's like, like, oh my gosh, Officer Alanis. I'm sorry, Officer. This is a matter of life or death for me. Yeah. Gonna kill you when I get my hands on you. What are you talking about? Just tell me what's going on. Please. (laughs) (laughs) BB, please. That's it for her turn. It's back to Niklaus. You're standing on the second level of this bar area, and you're looking down, and you can see that Huku is about to play Ring Around the Rosie with everybody, and he's not doing too good at it. Niklaus walks to the northern edge overlooking them. Uh, He downs the rest of his drink and targets Rourke with a Chaos Bolt. So uh, Warbling Energy shoots out at him. That'll be a 23 to hit. That hits. Cool see the damage type it'll be more cold damage actually 
I'm gonna use a sorceress meta magic to empower the spell. Nice. Using one of my sorcery points to re-roll the damage die. Nice. Okay, so the warbling kaleidoscope of colors settles on a bright yellow flame as it shoots at him, dealing ten fire damage. Nice. It zaps him. And he looks at you angrily, Niklaus. <laughs> I toss my empty drink at his face. <laughs> <laughs> the null bouncer sees this, and he's going to attempt to run up slash climb up the front edge of the platform that you're on, Niklaus. And he's going to start climbing up 10 feet. How high did I say this was last time? 30 feet. I remember because I was going to do the detect thoughts thing, but I couldn't reach it. And that's, uh, detect, detect thoughts is 30 feet. So I was like, oh, at the angle it was at, I couldn't reach it. <laughs> and yeah, he's just going to attempt to start climbing up this, and we'll just say he arrives at the edge. He's like peeking up over the banister. Yeah, with his secondary movement. Here, here, it's your turn. Okay. If I move, do I provoke two attacks of opportunity here? Mm-hmm. All right. I have to disengage again, and I will run another 30 feet and cast another healing word to the west. You've made a full circle around at this, or a half circle around at this point, around the center bar. And as you round the corner, you see Cirrus staring down the detective. It looks like the Main Street Old West standoff. Tumbleweeds everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. Hercules not super concerned with that right now. The fog makes a tumbleweed shape as it pillows out of the ventilation system. Everyone's going nuts for DJ Hammer Roar. Okay. How much healing was it? Uh, seven points. The tinkle rains over you, healing you for seven points. It's Rourke's turn, and he's going to follow you. All right. When he comes within 10 feet of me, I use my reaction to deal 1d4 necrotic damage to him, unless it succeeds on a constitution saving throw. He rolls a 17. That'll, that'll do it. Your spores poof out at him, but he just ducks limply out of the way, even though he's, it's sort of like this weird <laughs> sixth sense thing. And he's going to try and stab at you with his glaive, because that's what he really likes. The first attack is a nat one. He flops it. He almost chops off the head of a nearby patron, <laughs> and the patron is like, I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> You're gonna get zero stars from me on Yelp. <laughs> uh, he's he's gonna try and stab you again, and this time he rolls a unnatural 20. Okay. Yes, that hits. And it is 12 damage from the glaive. Seriously, <laughs> you turn around and you just happen to see Hukir being stabbed. And it doesn't look too good. He does not look good. How many, how many did you say? 12? Uh, it was 12, yeah. God. I'm in single digit hit points now. Uh-oh. Hyrker? In one direction, you see Hyrker being stabbed. And in the other direction, you see Valerie. And somewhat coincidentally, they are equidistant from you. And that's not even, like, for dramatic effect. That's just what's happening. That, that's actually <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. Literally. Well, it's clear that Valerie is in some shady stuff. Cirrus has tried to reach her and failed, but her very real, wait, her very new, uh, wait, hold on, what's the right word here? But her new friend, pal. Her, her new pal, <laughs> Hyrkir, is in, is in trouble, and that's something that she could at least do something about. So she's going to run over to Hyrkir 
but she stares one last time at Valerie before tearing her vision away. And we'll use Lay on Hands and just go through all the Lay on Hands and restore him by 20 hit points. Oh, wow. <gasps> I feel alive again. Hey, are you okay? <coughs> Better now. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stand in between and take my shield and baton out. Uh, as a bonus action, I'll cast Shield of Faith on myself. So, like, I, I touch my shield and it starts glowing, and then I start glowing, and everything's glowing, and I gain two AC. Noel Lackey, number one, who has the sister with cancer, runs up and tries to hit you, Sirius. He swings around the bar, and he pulls out. He's just going to try and bite you, actually. He couldn't even afford to get a weapon. It's very sad. He rolls all, a nine. All the money's going into benefits. No. Yep. I'm so blinding, he can't even really see where he's going. <laughs> Back at the top, it's Valerie's turn. And she says, rather defiantly, like, oh my gosh, Sirius, just give it up. If it's not me, it's going to be someone else. I've never been good at knowing when to quit. And if it's not me, it's going to be much worse. Valerie, I know, I know some part of you doesn't want to be doing this. She's going to flip her hair and she's going to dodge roll. 15 feet, and then she's gonna run 60 feet out to the front entrance, and she leaves. Really rude of her. Meanwhile, it's Niklaus's turn. Niklaus moves to the edge closest to Rourke and his team, and he sees that Hercure's like in better shape. Yeah. Yeah. So he yells down at Rourke, this isn't gonna end well for you guys. You should just give up now before more damage comes to your club. You know how expensive that could be? Consider the economics of the situation, guys. (laughs) with cost these days it's going to be so expensive to replace this equipment and if he can he'll try to use his uh, action to persuade him or I guess intimidate I don't know one of those two what are you trying to get him to do exactly to stop fighting to surrender and I also yell out you're outnumbered give it up yeah go ahead roll a intimidation check 17 plus 5 22 Yeah. Rourke looks like he's about to bolt as he yelled this at him. You have successfully... What is the word I'm looking for? Intimidated? Defused? Broken? (laughs) Yeah, broken him, I guess. But it's the bouncer's turn, and he climbs up to the second level that you're at, Niklaus, and he flops over the the banister, Mm -hmm. sees you, and he runs over to you. And he attacks... With a bite, he rolls an 18. It hits. It does six damage and do a constitution saving throw. Ooh, that's Uh a nat one plus seven is eight. You fail. He rolls a three and a one. You take four poison damage. Ow. The bouncer with the falcon's ball hat continues to maul at you with his claws. With the first attack, he rolls a 14. Uh, misses. And with the second attack, he rolls a 10. Misses. He flails at you, but you manage to dodge out of the way. The hulking gnoll next to you is not giving you good vibes. Meanwhile, it's Hucker's turn. Ahead of you, you see gnoll lackey number one, and also Rourke. Rourke looks like he is about to bolt, as if he, like, if he really wanted to, he feels like he could shove gnoll lackey number one in the front and just run. Uh Uh-huh. Well, taking some courage by having Saris next to him, Herkir is going to cast Flame Blade and attack 
Rurik, who I think is the one directly in front of him. Does a 15 hit. A 15 hits. Barely. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. He takes nine points of fire damage. Yeah. In one swift move here, Kerry, you whip down your arm and a flame blade appears. And then you whip it back up and you smack him in the face. Yeah, I do. Dealing nine damage. Rourke, who is already about to leave, yells some expletives at you. But first, he's going to stab you. The first attack is a 16. That hits. Dealing eight damage. Okay. The second attack is seven. That does not hit. He whiffs the second one and he's just like, I'm out here. Is he just fleeing then? Do I get an attack of opportunity? You do get an attack of opportunity. He runs towards the back. There's a 22 hit. That hits, but what are you attacking with? My flame blade. Uh, Five points of damage. You turn his tan suit jacket to black as you smack him on the back as he leaves. And he flees through the back entrance of the club area. Meanwhile, it's Sears. So this no lackey, number one, that's in front of me. How... What's the right word? I'm trying to think. Does he look like he's about to bolt also? A little bit, yeah. You take a look at him and you see that he's relatively young for a knoll. He's obviously new here, and with the determination that he's that he is exhibiting, it looks like he's trying real hard. Cyrus is just like, don't do it, son. You're you're young. You have your whole life ahead of you. Don't go down this path. It only will only lead to to bad things. And you're outnumbered. You're outgunned, your your boss just left, just think about it, it's not worth it. Alright, spend your action doing the persuasion check. That emissary of peace thing lasts for ten minutes, by the way, so I get that bonus still. Yeah. That's good, that will be... Alright, I think we're good, that will be a 28. Ooh, yeah, he rolled a 19. Wow. Nice. My voice is just so soothing and correct sounding as Noel Lackey number one <laughs> looks at you and you say these words to him he drops the spear with which he was about to attack you with and tears form in his eyes he doesn't know what to do run says Hercure you make it seem so easy but <laughs> Noel Lackey number one thinks <laughs> <laughs> number one unusual for Noel <laughs> or join us. You know, we could always use some lackeys. Together, we will bring order to the galaxy. <laughs> no lackey number one who doesn't have a name thus far. He thinks. He thinks about his sister who has a terminal disease. <laughs> <laughs> Backstory of this lackey, man. <laughs> of lackey number one. <laughs> All right. Now we've got the next bonus series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty dark. <laughs> he thinks about his sister. He thinks about you. He thinks about himself. He doesn't know what to do. All thoughts lead him down a dark path. But he flees towards the back. It is now Dayklaus's turn. Dayklaus turns to the gnoll who presumably still gnawing on his arm. Yep. <laughs> like a pit bull holding onto a rope who won't let go. He's like, you're the only one still fighting. Your boss already ran away. Are we going to still keep doing this? What is that? What are you trying to do? I'm just conversing with him. I'm not even, I'm just like asking him a question. I want necessarily, I just want to hear his answer and then I can follow up with something depending on his answer, I guess. 
because I can I can just speak as a free action, right? Mm-hmm. Burn his brain out. Burn so it. All he does is continue to chew on my arm. Then I have an answer I can work with. <laughs> <laughs> the null bouncer responds. Okay, I understand. Uh, it seems like you're a very difficult pers- man to persuade. So I'm not going to spend my action to try and intimidate or persuade him, but I will say something in addition to my action. So I will use my action to cast Arms of Hadar. So uh, this Hadar guy. Of dark. Yeah, I know. He's he's a, he's a one of my bros. So <laughs> dark energy erupts out from me <laughs> in tentacles, and they batter every creature within ten feet of me. He has to make a strength saving throw. He rolls a pancake batter or waffle batter. Eleven. Oh, he fails. Nice. Okay, so he takes 2d6 necrotic damage. Pain batter. <laughs> Seven necrotic damage. And he can't take reactions until his next turn. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, you need to think about what you've done. And then I run away. <laughs> that, down the stairs. You've been a bad boy. You bolt down the stairs leading down to the first floor. The bouncer is unhappy. He will follow you. And he's going to bite you and claw you. Yep. Jerk. First attack with the bite is a nine. Misses. Second attack with a claw is also a nine. Misses. Third attack with a claw is a 19. That hits. He rolls a 11 on the damage. He gashes you good as you run down the stairs, heading towards your friends. And it's now Huker's turn. Can I see him? Do we hear the... Yeah. You see him right at the edge of the stairs, at the staircase. (laughs) 10 feet above you or I mean there's probably more feet but I don't want to get into it so all right I cast infestation on the dude he must make a constitution saving throw he rolls a 18 okay he makes the save he saves he shrugs off the mites and fleas and whatever else it is yep it's just part of his life now it's actually sort of sad when you think about it (laughs) wow Okay, and then I will move 30 feet towards the foot of the stairs. Rourke is gone, so it's Sears' turn. Okay. I will also attempt to resolve this situation, so I'll move to the... I'll move towards the foot of the stairs, so... And then I'll also dash to try to get in between Niklaus and the Nullboy. I, I stand there as a shield, nay, a beacon of hope in between <laughs> Niklaus and Null Bodyguard. Like... You will not hurt my friend. Further than you already have. My friend, Niklaus. You take a second to remember his name, and it's back to Niklaus's turn. <laughs> I wrote it down in my notebook. Niklaus will use his action to disengage, and he'll move the remaining feet down the stairs uh, away from the bad guy, and he'll yell over his shoulder. You should give up. Sirius here takes no prisoners. That's actually not true. I take lots of prisoners. See, this is your <laughs> chance to give up. <laughs> In fact, I exclusively take prisoners. The bouncer goes into a rage. Oh no. And he attacks Sirius. He makes three attacks. The first one with its bite rolls a 22. That hits, but I want to note it hits barely. It does seven damage. Do a constitution saving throw. 21. You pass. You do not take the poison damage, but he also claws you. Oh, of course. With the first claw, he rolls a 22. That hits. 
dealing five damage. Ouch. On the second attack, he does another 22. He's rolled three 22s in a row. Mm. All right, that's fair. Yeah. That smells fishy to me. And he does four damage. Ouch. He roars at you Nine in damage. Anger. Give me a break, Sears. It's a decent <laughs> amount of damage. And now it's Hooker's turn. You see that at the base of the stairs that Niklaus has escaped. <laughs> How does Niklaus look physically? That's a very good question. I don't know. So Niklaus's face is fine, but his arm is chewed up and there's long slash marks in his suit from which you see like blood coming okay. out. Herkir will place a hand on Niklaus and cast Cure Wounds. And he will get five hit points back. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Careful. He's a biter. I know. I got bit too. Oh, you too? Yeah. Why do they bite? They have, like, weapons. I don't understand. They're gnolls. <sighs> right. Animal instinct to, like, get or a, something. I might have to get, like, a rabies shot or something. I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but we can deal with that later. Okay, yeah. Back to Sears. Sir, you're you're attacking an officer of the law, and there are consequences for that. And I attack with my quote-unquote warhammer. Do it. And I get two attacks now, because nice. I'm level five. Nice. Do it. First attack is a 21. 21 hits. And I'm going to use a little bit of extra juice and use a spell slot uh, to Divine Smite. Nice. 16 damage, some of which is radiant. Blinded by the light. You whack him good. What does it look like? You know. Some sweet whackage. Cirrus is very worried about Valerie. Um, she's, you know, she doesn't have time for an extended melee, so she, she, she holds up her weapon high, and then like, as if, like, it, as if lightning strikes it, it all of a sudden just starts like glowing like white, and then she quickly like cracks him across the head in a non-lethal way. <laughs> How much damage is it? It was 16. Okay, yeah. No, Bouncer's still okay. Oh, okay. Well, there's two attacks, so don't worry about it. All right. Okay, second attack is a 15. A 15 hits. Okay, I'm going to use another spell. I'm going to use my last spell slot for another Divine Smite. So that'll be 12. Okay, so that's 15 damage. Holy cow. Bam. He's still looking okay. You whack him in the head, and he just looks at you angrily. I'm sorry, sir, but you forced me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's back to Niklaus. Niklaus faces the null bouncer on the stairs, and he will cast Mind Sliver. Ooh. So a spike of psychic energy shoots into the mind of the creature, and he must make an intelligence saving throw. He rolls a 20. I didn't realize this Noel was so smart. <laughs> he rolled real good. He's like considering the tactical situation and he's looking at you guys and he's like, Rawr. He, he's the Noel's secret weapon that we didn't know about. Okay, so no damage happens and Niklaus is kind of like, he like huffs. It's like, <sighs> and that's all he does for his turn. All right, the bouncer picks up Sirius and he's going to try and bite her. Noel's in this biting thing. Come on. I know. It's a 19. So unclean. No. All right. He tries to bite you, but you just happen to block his <laughs> bite with your shield. I'm like, oh, faith. Like, and then he's going to try and claw you. Fool me once. Shame on you, me. I've written it. All right. With the first claw, he rolls a nat one. Well, no. He falls with off the, the second set, right? claw. 
He rolls a 21. That ties me, so yes, that it does. And he does 11 slashing damage against your armor. He slashes at you angrily. All right, Cyrus is starting to get a little bit worried now. He's trying to do his goddamn job. He's doing real well. And it's Hikir's turn now. All right, how does uh, Cyrus look up there? I'm going to run up next to her. Cyrus is kind of like kneeling and bleeding and like breathing very heavily. You break a hard left and you run up the stairs and you end up next to Cyrus, mm-hmm. who is facing off against this null bouncer. He's angry that you have invaded his territory and is defending it. Okay, well, I will touch her and cast, put a hand on her arm, cast Cure Wounds, and she gets 10 hit points. Nice. A tinkle flies over (laughs) Cirrus, and you regain 10 hit points. Just will not let that go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I really needed that. And now it's Cirrus' turn. Cirrus is like... I'm going to have to ask you to stop resisting. <laughs> so that one. It's a good second, start. Second crack. <laughs> Much better. That'll be a 22. 22 hits. Yes. That's actually the only dice roll allowed now. Everyone yeah. gets 22s. Ones are 22s. That's it. Okay, he will take 10 damage. Ooh. Bludgeoning damage. He passes out. So the null bodyguard slashes at Cirrus, and she is injured, but then her friend, her new friend... Shows up next to her, giving her the strength to continue, and she has enough strength for one more hit, and she knows that if this guy will just stop resisting, everything will be okay. (laughs) And so she closes her eyes, breathes in, and then whacks! Whacks him across the head. And she's like, I I hope those benefits are as good as you say they are. (laughs) And he collapses onto the floor. Meanwhile, Rourke has run in one direction, and Valerie has run into a different direction. DJ Hamroar is still playing his awesome set, and you now have a choice as to which direction you want to go. Guys, Home? I'm pretty beat <laughs> up. <laughs> Guys, we gotta stop Valerie. She's, I don't, I, I'm getting the feeling that she's in something bad, and maybe she wasn't being entirely truthful with me. I know, R- what are the odds? But I'm really worried about her. Yes, yeah. but we have to save the people in the courtyard, and the people that were messing with them was Rourke's game, so we should get him to stop Messing around, and then after he's convinced to do that, we can find out what's going on with Valerie. If she's behind Rourke, though, defeating well, Rourke isn't going to stop the harassment, I don't think. It's all you bold. hear the pitter and patter of footsteps as numerous gnolls run into the club area. All right, okay. it's time to get out of here. Okay, we'll go after Rourke. Nicholas makes a good point. I know where Valerie works. I can <laughs> always find her later. She knows I'm coming for her. We we run after Rourke. Yes. This is Joey, your Adequately Okay Dungeon Master. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I know it took a while to come out. Sorry about that. There were some scheduling mishaps and some other stuff going on, but we're back now. 
In the future, however, we might shift from our weekly publishing schedule to every other week, or three weeks on and one week off, just so that it's a bit easier to edit and put everything together. Let us know on Twitter or Instagram what your thoughts are. In the meantime, join us next week as Hikir, Sirius, and Nick Klaus go on a vegetable cart rampage. <laughs>